Thank you to the Lux Lens for supporting this episode of Rogue and Reasoned. Friends, the right presets, adjustments, and overlays can take a photo from decent to damn. My favorite editing tools come from the Lux Lens, and I use their resources daily to help me create incredible images for not only my own brands, but for my photography and business clients as well. See their presets in action for yourself by following them on Instagram at the Lux with an E lens, and be sure to click on my exclusive link in the show notes for 15% off your next purchase. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Wicked Good Soul. With a ton of spiritual resources, Wicked Good Soul is a great space for clarity and connection. Explore the story of your soul better understand the energies at play in your life, and take hold of your inner goddess and badassness through a carefully guided reading or consultation. You can also download your copy of Sophie's Spiral, a page-turning novella about a mythic journey a Shiro takes into the underworld. Visit www.wickedgoodsoul.com to learn more, and be sure to use code ROGUE20 at booking to get 20% off your next session. Hi guys, welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas holiday and that your heart is full from whatever it is you've done. I know this time of year can be hard also, perhaps from the stress of juggling all the parties, shopping, hosting, and whatnot, or missing someone you've lost. So do know I see that too. And more than one thing can be true at a time. Sometimes we have a wonderful holiday, but still have something tugging at us. All the same, I hope this new episode finds you doing well. Now, this week, the one following Christmas, might be a week you've taken vacation time. Perhaps if you have an employer, or maybe even as an entrepreneur, you've carved out a moment for yourself to finally not work. But if you're like me, business is still on the mind, and I actually don't mind working. Well, most of the time. I need breaks just like any other human, and as entrepreneurs, we sometimes grind too much. But how great is it that we have something we are excited to show up for? It's hard. Let's not miss that little nugget. But even if you are on a bit of a break, I'm betting your wheels are still turning a bit, going over what you can do next or can be better at in the coming business year. Well, one of those things you can be better at is SEO, or search engine optimization, if you aren't sure what that is. Likely, you've at least heard of it. But many people bounce over this important topic when working on their business because it comes off as very techy and intimidating. It doesn't have to be all that overwhelming, though. And once you have the rundown, you can make actionable steps to improve yours. So let's break down what it does for your biz, how you can set yourself up for good results, and send you up the ranks. SEO has come a long way over the years, and really, it still is and always will be constantly changing. No one will ever know every last detail or secret, and anyone that claims otherwise is full of it. The technology of each search platform changes. Algorithms change. The amount of available data to run changes. It's always changing. But though it changes, it is always consistently good for your business to optimize yours in alignment with how SEO is currently functioning. 
Now, search engine optimization is essentially how you improve your website and digital content to increase your brand's visibility when people search for products, services, and offerings related to your business. It is making the data on your website more readable by search engines such as Google and Bing and crafting it in a way that allows your content to be deemed more credible, relevant, or important over other people's, thus placing you higher up in search results. Search engines are constantly reading, analyzing, and indexing data on the internet. If your website's data is a mess, just simply unreadable or lacking certain elements, search engines aren't going to be able to recognize it as a reasonable result for someone's search. We don't want that. We want to be better. We want to be found. Otherwise, what's the point of having any digital data to begin with? You're likely wondering, okay, so where do I start? Well, you need to start with your website platform or host. I work exclusively with Squarespace as a Squarespace Circle member and as a website designer for many reasons, but one of them is how great Squarespace is with optimizing SEO. This platform is not only responsive and fast loading, which are two essential factors, but its user functionalities include built-in tools for easy optimization as you build or add content. No plugins or third-party features required. Additionally, Squarespace automatically builds sitemaps for your website, which is a file that contains a list of all your pages on your website and search engines read. And your website will also be mobile-friendly, shifting appropriately across different devices. Another important thing for SEO. The second thing you'll need to look at is your domain name, otherwise known as your website address. Mine, for example, is lauraswanseekman.com. That is my domain. You need a domain you own, and not just the one that is built in for free with your website, such as yoursitehere.squarespace.com. You need to kick the platform's name out of there and brand it to your own. Don't skimp on the 20 to 50-ish a year Squarespace charges to host your domain name. Then, as you build out your website pages, you need to do so with intention and detail. And side note, if you're hiring someone to design your site, they should be doing all of what I'm about to say for you. This is what I do for my clients. First off, you need to set an SEO description for your entire site, as well as for each page. On Squarespace, if you don't set this, it is automatically generated based on the content of each page. But to be more specific and intentional with who you are targeting, I would recommend writing your own description for these spots. Essentially, what is this page about? What keywords can you include in that explanation that your ideal audience would be searching for? And who is the page intended for? You also want your URL slugs, simply put the full address that appears in your browser's address bar, to match the content of the page. You wouldn't offer a margarita recipe on a dedicated page and have the URL say yourdomain.com slash Limes are cool. Sure, you have limes in a mark, but that doesn't detail the data on the page. You'd want it to be something more like yourdomain.com slash easy margarita recipe, because that is what people will be typing into Google when they are prepping for an epic Cinco de Mayo party, not limes are cool. Another thing you can add to your site beyond really great written copy overall is a blog. Now, you might have a business where you don't think you can have a blog. Let's say, like, a restaurant. 
a blog wouldn't serve that, right? Wrong. Every single business can benefit from a blog. One of the most important things to remember as a business owner is to never take for granted what you know. Pretend your customer doesn't know a fucking thing about your industry or service. Use your blog as a learning tool. So in the restaurant example, you can highlight a piece about how your chef travels three times a year to learn new dishes and cuisines. You can teach them how to cut an onion or make a classic cocktail. Get creative. And not only does a blog give you increased searchability with the right keywords and high-quality visuals, more on visuals in a minute, but it helps by keeping your website current. Staying on that restaurant example, I see many restaurant websites that aren't regularly updated. The menu stays the same. They have the same six feature photos. And once in a while, they update the hours. This is not enough to optimize SEO. Search engines want to see that your website is active and up-to-date, so they aren't handing out old information to users. Sure, changing your menu quarterly or adding some fresh photos or events can help. But a blog can be more consistent, more readable for search engines, and keep your ideal audience on your website longer than it would take just to quickly scan a menu. The amount of time people stay on your website factors into SEO, too. Thank you to Haven's Kitchen for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. Guys, my random Tuesday afternoon Target find has turned into a full-blown obsession. Haven's Kitchen Herby Chimichurri might have been the one that won me over, but since then, I've been cooking with all of their delicious, vegan, and gluten-free sauces. And while I would consider myself a decent cook, these fresh and ready packets have basically made me a full-blown chef. If you're ready to get sauce too, find them by using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Also, be sure to follow them on Instagram at Haven's Kitchen and check out all of their amazing food inspiration there. Quick question. Do you know what kind of solopreneur you are? Yep, there are types. Visit www.lauraswansiegman.com or click the link in the show notes and take my quick less than three minute quiz on my homepage to find out what solopreneur you are most like. Your results will also give you instant feedback on the resources that might be helpful to your brand. Come on, you know you're curious. Dive into the quiz and get your solopreneur type at www.lauraswansiegman.com. Another thing that keeps people on your website longer are high-quality visuals, not only in your blogs, but across your website as a whole. Please, please, please don't put shitty photos on your website that look like a three-year-old with an iPhone 4 took them. Do better. We live in a very visual world, and one of the best investments you can make for your business is a set of professional branded photos for use across your platforms, marketing, and client materials. But not only do we want good images, we also want good file names for them and good alt text. File names are as they sound, the name of the file how it looks in that folder on your computer. If you upload a picture of your gluten-free beef stew that just has a file name image-14, that won't be read for SEO. Also, on your website platform, you'll want to include alt text, essentially text that is assigned to the photo for not only SEO, 
but will appear on the page if the file doesn't load and can help those using assistive screen readers. In this scenario, you may wish your alt text for this photo to include the name of your restaurant, perhaps the town it is in, and the phrase gluten-free beef entree. And again, on the Squarespace platform, this is all so easy to add. Other visuals you may wish to consider to optimize SEO are browser icons, instead of the funky one that automatically and generically appears in the browser tab if you don't, as well as social sharing images, which are images you set to appear as the highlighted image when you paste a link into a Facebook post or send in a text. And speaking of links, go through your site and make sure you don't have any broken ones. Broken links are links that are quite literally broken. They don't work. If you change the URL slug for one page on your website and there's a link to it on another page of your website, go fix it and check third-party or outside links regularly to make sure those haven't changed or been removed. This might especially apply if you use Amazon Associate or influencer links for products, other affiliate links that maybe have a program time limit and get removed after a period, and other such things. This means limiting third-party links that aren't important, flipping through past blog posts, and scanning your resource pages to ensure all is well. Sometimes we miss something, though, or something does get removed. In this case, your website will default to what we call a 404 page, or error not found page. You've likely seen this before when you've clicked on a broken link somewhere. You stay on the website, but see text stating the page doesn't exist. Disappointing, right? Well, to optimize SEO, you can customize your 404 page. Instead of receiving some generic text, your audience can receive a oops note from you and perhaps a list of services or links they may be looking for or wish to check out. This can increase the probability they'll stay on your site longer or continue interacting with your content. If they just get a dead end, it's more likely they'll close out of that browser tab and move on. Signaling to search engines, people are quickly jumping ship from your site. With Squarespace, you can set up your own custom 404 page. If you want to check out what mine looks like, simply visit lauraswanseekman.com slash 404. Be creative with it. Now, the links on your site aren't the only ones that matter, though. There's also backlinks, otherwise explained as links to your page from other sites. Let's say you're a bed and breakfast. If a content creator wrote a piece about their stay with you on their blog and include a link to your website within that post, that's a backlink. When you include links to other sites in your content, you're backlinking them. When someone backlinks to your website, this tells search engines your shit is the shit. They are little votes of confidence from all these other websites. And the more votes you have, the higher you will begin to rank in search results. So collaboration or creating these opportunities is a great thing for your business. Now, a few other do's and then a few don'ts. Do keep your site active and update new information when it becomes available. You'll want to make sure you have an SSL certificate enabled, consider connecting your social media accounts to your pages, and include your business's physical location for searchability if relevant. Don't add your personal home address if that's where you operate out of, though. Be safe online. And don't be spammy with your keywords and content. 
We've all seen those generic landscaping, plumbing, or fencing pages that list really awkward phrases and lists of 30 towns on their site to try and boost SEO. It's weird and noticeable. And no, it's normal for SEO to fluctuate over time. Remember, new websites and data are being added every day. Verify your site with Google Search Console, connect it with Google Analytics, and also use your Squarespace analytics to monitor your results and adjust your approach where needed. SEO is a long game, and you won't get results overnight, but checking every few weeks to see how you're doing will help you improve over time. Our chat today obviously doesn't cover everything there is to know about SEO, but Hopefully you've learned a bit more about how to improve your rankings for your business and don't feel quite as overwhelmed with some of the terms and SEO options. There are a lot of SEO services out there, making air quotes that you can't see, but truly you can do most of the work through your website designer or on your own. It just takes a little thought. It's nothing you can't learn or develop. So if you have some free time over the next week, flip through your own website to see how you can make some SEO improvements or whenever if this episode finds you at a different time of the year. Again, I highly recommend Squarespace as a website platform if you are a DIYer. And if you don't want to take that on and would like to work with a website designer to uplevel your business, I would love to discuss working with you. Visit my website at lauraswanseekman.com slash consulting to learn a bit more or visit the link in the show notes. We can connect. So thanks for listening to my SEO TED Talk here today, and I wish you all the best rankings you can get. I'll be back in your app soon with a new episode of Rogan Reasoned, and until then, stay badass. Talk soon. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.